Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a parent and a waterfall. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. There's something about tutoring that seems casual to people. I don't know what it is, and I don't know why. It's been this way for as long as I've been a tutor. I was recently at a dinner party a couple months back. Well, actually, more than a couple months. It was in uh, December. It's been a while since I've been at a dinner party. But I was at a dinner party and a birthday party for a friend. And he introduced me to his other friends. And we were chatting. A couple of them I knew. And they said, you know, how's the tutoring going? And I said, fine. And then one of the guys who, who I had really just met said, well, why don't you why don't you start a tutoring center? I'm like, well, you know, I, I really like teaching and it's just not really my jam. And they said, well, look, why don't you, uh, you know, just have a couple tutors that work for you and you can tutor and do that and you can have a center. And this happens all the time. I don't, I don't really know what it is, but people are, people are so comfortable with the idea of what a tutor is and what a tutor does that it seems commonplace to tell them that they could do better. If I was an attorney, people wouldn't come up to me and say, well, why don't you be an attorney like this? Or at least I, I've never seen somebody do that. If you're an attorney, it's like, oh, you're an attorney, you know your stuff. If you're a doctor, right, you work for a hospital. Nobody goes up to the doctor and says, hey, you know, why don't you, why don't you do, you know, your doctor business like this or like that? And that's actually what I said to, to one of the guys at the table. I said, well, look, you're, you're a physician, right, in Germany? He said, yeah. Like, do you like what you do? He's like, yeah, I'm a doctor. I'm, that's what I do. I said, great. Why don't you switch it up and become a hospital administrator? I was like, well, that's not what I do. I'm a doctor. I said, exactly. I'm a tutor. I'm a teacher. I'm not an administrator. I'm not an employer. I don't, that's not my jam. What I do is teach. But there's something so simple about it for people. I was talking to a set of parents once, and they were asking about what I do. And I, again, I told them, I'm like, oh, I'm a tutor and asked about my schedule and I said, oh, you know, I, you know, some nights I work, you know, 5.30 to 9.30 or something like that. And the husband, I guess, had been thinking about getting into tutoring and the wife nudged him in with their elbows. She's like, she, you could be a tutor. You could do that. You could make that happen. I mean, ugh, just a few hours. And it's always difficult to explain to people. It's like, well, you know, I get that. I get that, but it's not always that simple. When I was 19, I was in between my first and second year at, at Berkeley and I was hanging out at my, living with my dad who lives in Anchorage, Alaska. And he, he was getting really into outdoor stuff. Obviously you live in Anchorage, you're kind of in an outdoor Mecca for, for a few months of the year, if you can avoid the mosquitoes and grizzly bears. But he he got us these kayak lessons and we were planning on going kayaking down this white white water uh river and we did it and it was great and this instructor that we had this guide was really great too because white water kayaking is no joke i actually ended up hurting myself later in that summer because i took it i took it too lightly but i very much i very much liked this 
this guide, this instructor, and he actually wrote a book as well. So he was very much into it himself. And I was asking him, like, what are the crazy things you've done? Like, where have you gone for kayaking? And I spent a, a year or two in Costa Rica and kayaked there and did all these things. And I asked him, like, did you go down a waterfall ever? Because that's always the thing you see these guys going down dropping down like 20, 30, 40 feet down this waterfall and their paddles in their hands. They're flying and then boom, go underwater and then they pop back up and they're flipping around doing Eskimo rules, all this stuff. It's wild. It's wild when you see him do it. Did you ever do that? That's what I ask him. And he said, yeah, yeah, I did. I've gone down waterfalls. Like, what, what was it like? He said, well, there was this big one that was, I think it was 30 feet, this 30 foot drop which is unbelievable. I mean, go up to the top of a second story building and, and go off of that in a kayak. Like that's a terrifying thing. And it was interesting because as we were talking about it, he said, well, it wasn't the waterfall. And I was like, what do you mean? It wasn't the waterfall that you dropped down 30 feet in this roaring river. I mean, yeah, that's a waterfall. He's like, yeah, look, that was, that was hard. It was getting to the waterfall that was the real trick. Like getting to the waterfall. Like, what do you mean? Don't you just go down the river until you get to the waterfall? So it turns out to get to this particular waterfall, he had to go through absolute chaos. So it was like a class three or four white water leading up to it. And for anybody who knows classes, that's really hard. He's in this kayak, and usually when you do steep creaking, it's you're you're in a larger kayak. Sometimes you do flat bottoms and smaller ones, but so he's going through all of this, all of these massive drops, this roaring river, and it takes him. I think it was like a 45 minute thing, and you can stop along the way, but the last portion you're just going, 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 and the way it worked out is. You get through all of this chaos and then drop into this pool right before the waterfall. But you don't have time once you drop in the pool to sit around and think about it. He said when you dropped into the pool right before the waterfall, you literally had about two seconds to align yourself and go over the fall. So think about this. You're going through insanity. You have a helmet on. You have... You have a life vest on, you're in this kayak, there's water all around you, it's freezing cold, you're slamming into the rocks, going through these chutes, dropping down off these small boulders, trying to not kill yourself. You drop into this pool and you literally have two seconds to align your bow and then fall 30 feet straight down. And he's telling me about this and I couldn't believe it. And at the end he was like, it wasn't the waterfall that was hard. It was getting to the waterfall that mattered. And, and I think about that so much with the way most people view, view my life and other people's lives. You think about when you go to a restaurant. I went to the, uh, to the Kicking Mule in downtown Danville. They didn't do a very good job. We were there for a jujitsu thing months and months back. They were messing up orders. They were coming out really slow. And and my friends and I were sitting there thinking, like, you know, they knew we were coming. There were, I think, there were 50 Danville Jiu-Jitsu people there. And, you know, we let them know. You would have thought that they would, 
you know, accommodate us with with more servers or, or bartenders or whatever whatever that was to to make sure that they could you know serve the patrons. And in my own life, people thinking about like, oh well, if you just have to work five thirty to nine thirty, you know, whatever, whatever difficulty that that people think that is. But it's not. It's not getting the taco out on time. It's not getting the 5.30 to 9.30 schedule done. At the kicking meal, know how hard it is to just get to the point where you can make food for someone and serve it to them? The number of permits and regulations and employment issues and insurance and rent, everything. Just getting to the point where you can make a carnitas taco and bring it out to somebody. It killed me when I was talking to these parents and the wife was nudging the husband saying, see, you could tutor. I wanted to say, do you have any idea how hard it is to get to 530? 530 to 930. Have full classes. Have kids that are happy to be there. Have parents that are happy to send their kids. Have everybody on the same page. Not be a maniac at home with your wife, with your kids. Have everything in your life fine so that when you show up at 5.30 at the end of a long day already, you can work happily and effectively and perfectly like a machine until 9.30. Just doing that, a lot of people say, hey, I could work four hours in a day. Yeah, you can work four hours in a day. That's fine. Can you work four hours in a day after all of these things? Can you do all of the things that are required to have anyone to work with at 5.30? I asked, I asked students, we were talking about this recently. I said, look, do you, do you know what goes into having a full class? And I have very small classes. Let me be clear. My classes max out at six people. So that's not that, that's not that many people. But to consistently have a class year round that's full with six people that are happy to be there, that's a very difficult thing, especially if you don't advertise. And I don't. You'll never find my advertisement in a school calendar or a newspaper or anywhere. I don't advertise. My website's a joke. It's just a goat head and a phone number. You don't even know what I do. So to have a full class of people that are happy to be there with parents that are happy to pay for their students to be there and they're happy with the service, it's not the waterfall. It's getting to the waterfall. It's understanding when you're looking at what somebody does, when you're looking at how somebody performs, when you're looking at somebody else's life and you take a small, tiny snippet of their life and saying, wow, what's that like? It's understanding that it's getting to that point that's important. It's not the event. And if you focus only on the event, if you focus only on the waterfall, you will likely not do what it takes to get there. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.